Mr. T, pity the fool who takes his apples. <laughs> I never noticed how much that clip sounds like that until, until you just until said you it. brought that up. <laughs> oh my He's goodness. like, I can't help myself. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Parababble. Oh yeah. In case yep. you couldn't tell by that clip, what are we uh, talking about here tonight? Apples. Apples? Uh, Mr. T? Mr. 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 T's, a- Mr. T's apples. <laughs> No, I think we're going to do The Wizard of Oz. Oh. I think we're going to do some fun, crazy facts that some of you might know about or maybe not know about. So this will be a fun episode. I think it should. So I'm Allison. I'm Jeff. I'm Cheryl. I'm Rob. So Cheryl is joining us again on uh, this episode tonight. And if you remember, Cheryl is our Bigfoot expert. As well as our St. Patrick's Day. She will be our, yes, our St. Patrick's Day expert. And tonight she is our... Wizard of Oz expert. Mm-hmm. She's just a resident expert expert. You got yes. a lot of ground. I do. I do. I'm very smart. She knows a lot about oh, calling it right out. Smart off the top. I'm about smart. all of the important stuff. Yes. She knows about a lot of things. I do. Yes. Which is the wizard. Yes. <laughs> all right. We want, where do we want to start with this? So what, why don't we talk a little bit about why we wanted to do this episode? Like, let's, let's start there. Um, that was probably like six months ago. I don't know. It probably was. Right? <laughs> probably like three months ago. I remember a very random conversation at the Parababel studio about Topics. wouldn't it be cool if we did an episode of The Wizard of Oz? And I remember myself going, well, what would we even talk about? But Jeff, you were very much like, oh no, there's, there's a lot of, to talk about. There's stuff to talk about when it comes to this movie. And Rob and I both kind of like looked at each other like, oh. I feel like I'm getting ganged up right now. Mm-hmm. I you see are, how this is going. Is that because I have the most information about the movie? Well, you're not an expert, but yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'll stand in the shadows for now. All right. I'll follow your yellow brick road. So for those of you that are tuning in, um, we just want to say thank you for listening again. And we want to welcome back Rob from the Haunted Forest because... Well, I've been back for a little while now. Well, you have, but this is the first episode that you've been back. No, it's not. I've been back for two oh, episodes. It's just going to be argumentative. This is the third episode I've been back. Is it? It is. Wow, we maybe we're in the forest. That. Maybe we're like in the parallel dimensions <laughs> of what's going on. Oh, that's right, because you were back for forensic cleaning, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But I think that's the only one you've been back for. On St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, that's right. But I think we, we lost each drunk. other after that episode. No one remembers what happened 20 minutes in. No. Right? No. No. It was just us being normal. It's like a long time ago that that happened. Yes. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> We're still recovering, I think. And we will be for probably the next couple of months. Yeah. Until the next holiday rolls around, which hopefully will not be a long time coming and probably won't involve any drinking at least. But who are we kidding? I'm, I'm thinking we'd actually make a Parababble holiday. Oh, I like this idea. Um, I have no idea where to go with it from May there. Mayday? But oh, it's a start. Uh, brainstorm I'll, it. Be I'll serve it up and then we'll see what we come up with later. Because I'm sure our fans out there would love to hear some off-the-wall stories about us. Yeah. And what we do on our little spare time and, yep. you know. Oh, that could be bad. How about a Parababble bio? And we put out we put out an email a couple of weeks ago asking for anyone who has any paranormal stories to email us so we can talk about those on on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, so if you have any weird stories, it doesn't have to be necessarily to ghosts. ghosts or aliens or crypto, crypto, any weird animals, smoking big... dogs, um, demons, bigfoot. demons, bigfoot, 
Sasquatch, Black Bass Monster, Mothman, whatever. Any, anything odd that might have happened. Anything at all. You could email us at parababelpodcast at gmail.com, or you could just go right on Facebook at facebook.com slash parababel. Shoot us a message on there, or I guess you could try and tweet at us, but I mean, there's like 140 characters, so that's kind of lame, but we're still on Twitter at parababel. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So... What's everybody's first memory of The Wizard of Oz? Oh my god. This like movie is completely yeah. iconic. I can remember it from probably... It was probably one of my earliest memories as a kid. Yep. You yep. Know? Absolutely. It was every year it came on around... God, was it like Thanksgiving? Somewhere, somewhere. Somewhere around that holiday? Yeah. I was shifting like, a little. On regular TV, like whatever. 247, something like that. And, and I can still remember how amazed I was when it went from black and white... And then she opens the door into color. Yeah. And even though we had color TV mm-hmm. then, like it wasn't a big deal, I was still like, wow, like that's amazing. Yep. So yep. it was a big family night. That's yeah. Everybody, you know, yep. got together. And my mom is a huge fan. Nancy, I know that you listen to the show. You're probably one of the uh, thousand people that have been downloading our shows lately. The millions. Woo hoo! Right? Mom. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we have to. Make sure we acknowledge you, because if it wasn't for you, I would not have my love for the Wizard of Oz that I do. So what stood out in the movie the most? What what cap? I'm going to ask all you guys, but you give you a minute to think about it. But what captured that, oh my God, this is such a, like... I think that for me, the biggest moment of the movie is when Dorothy and the Scarecrow and both Cowardly Lion and the Tin Man are all going to see the wizard for the first time. Mm-hmm. And the wizard is, like, kind of mean to them. You know, and she's the one that like stands up. She's like, you know, tells him that she, that he's mean, and like everybody is so scared of him. And she's like the one person that's like, nope, not gonna have it. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. I remember thinking that like as a kid, like how cool Dorothy was because you know, like she stood up to the wizard, and that's what. So sticks that puts you right on board with it, then. I think and you so. kind of grew up with it. Yeah, early feminist, you know. With girl power. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the, the color changing horses when she gets to Oz for the first time, the Emerald City, and like everything mm-hmm. is so cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Scarecrow's getting restuffed and the Tin Man's getting buffed. Polished. Yep. Yep. I just remember that being really cool. What do you think, Rob? I was actually going to say the color changing horses. For some reason, <laughs> it was strange, but I just remember that was like one of the things I remember. It's, oh, kid, it's a horse of another like, color. Yeah, I was like, it's amazing. How do they do that? But then I think. You go to find out that they did it by like covering the horses in like colored gelatin. <laughs> so yeah, they, 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 they actually that's a little fun fact. They put mm-hmm. jello on their different colors. Yeah. So that and also the uh, the flying monkeys. I always loved the flying monkeys. Yeah, they, they were, were always awesome. creepy. I loved them. You loved them. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then you watch it every year when it comes on now. When you see it on TV, do you? Now, I haven't seen it in years. It was just on a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watch it every time. If I catch it, I watch it. I think I have it. DVD. I didn't ever watch oh. it, though. And there's only a couple movies that I'll do that with. Like, Practical Magic yeah. is one. Oh, gosh, like, if yeah. I catch it, I have to watch mm-hmm. it. But I'm the same way with The Wizard of Oz. What caught you? Our resident expert. Oh, wow. <laughs> Miss Oz. I think I remember when I was little, having so much anxiety over the whole storm part. And, you know, where it's the the tornado and whatever else. And I would just, like, hold my breath until we got to the point where... The house landed. But that was like always the pivotal thing. Like, I was like, oh boy, you know, mm-hmm. that was the thing that I always remembered the most. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about you, Jeff? I like the black and white where you're going yeah. with that, that whole, or the sephir color that they use. Yeah. Um, for me, <laughs> it'll explain a lot. I like uh, the apple tree. I like the dark scenes. I, obviously, I, I when they're going down the path and lions she's and me. tigers and bears. Oh my! Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! Yep. Are we good? I think yes. So. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Sorry, there's probably gonna be a lot of that. That's tonight. okay. That's yeah. what we're here for. Um, yeah, that in the. I gotta say, the monkeys, the witch, sending them out. That way, they um, they're dark. It's mm -hmm. it's a dark like part it. of the movies. I think that led yeah. me into, believe it or not, all like things dark. But definitely, when they're going down the path and she's getting scared, and the, the witch would appear on the roof, and just the How darkness. About a little fire, scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then every holiday, whenever they would run it, um, my mom or my grandmother would sit, sit us down. And make us watch it. Yeah. And that's how it became a tradition. Yeah. I do it with my kids. Back in the day when there was like no DVDs, no no VCR. Oh, well, there was VHS, but I mean, I don't know. It seemed to be less to come by. Even when I was a little kid, it was just like the Wizard only of certain Oz. holidays yep. when it would be on. Mm -hmm. The Wizard of Oz. This is spooky. There's a squatch in these woods. <laughs> <laughs> Just feed it some urine-soaked ribs for water. Do, do you suppose we'll meet any wild animals? We might. Animals that, that draw? Uh, some, but mostly lions and tigers and bears. Lions? And tigers and bears. Bears. redeeming qualities i think yeah you know like from the moment she first meets him when he's like oh crap you just feel for him and you're like oh you know you want to help this guy i have a, fun, I have a fun tin man fact oh let's talk about you guys it. ready yes yeah. so the guy who played the tin man was not the original actor to play the tin man nope 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 nope, nope. everybody probably has that info right no mm -hmm. yeah. no i do it, high it five was, it in the air yeah mm -hmm. It was originally an actor by the name of Buddy Ebsen, and he was cast as the Tin Man originally, but after four weeks of rehearsals and dress rehearsals, and he actually even recorded all the songs for the movie, he had to be replaced because he developed a deadly lung infection from the makeup. It was made out of aluminum dust and clown paint. And he ended up spending two weeks in the hospital and another month at home recovering. 
Do you know what he had to do it while he was in the hospital? No. They had to put him in an iron lung. We heard about this, yes. Mm -hmm. They That's definitely had to get oxygen in him to push that poison out. Kind of ironic because the tin man. Right. Tubular. Right. Really weird. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Buddy Epson went on to uh, be cast in the Beverly Hillbillies, the old show back in the what, 60s, 70s. I don't know. It's before my time. That's right. You're 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 still yeah. young. At, here we go with the age thing. Every episode we drop age, but he went on to have a really big career, and he was a very uh, well respected man in the um, the field. But you know, what else do we know about the wizards? Well, we know all kinds of things. Well, let's, let's throw some to keep going on the on the, wall. the theme of um, crap that almost kill people. The Wicked Witch's makeup did the same thing. Um, she, her makeup was made out of a deadly copper, and it could kill you if it was ingested. So the actress who played the Wicked Witch, uh, whenever she was on set, she would very rarely actually eat anything. She would mainly stick to like a liquid diet, so she didn't get any of the makeup on her food, so she wouldn't eat it. And I guess after the filming, she was supposedly had a green tint to her for weeks afterwards. So Margaret Hamilton, who Played. Rob is talking mm -hmm. about, yeah. um, she also had some very terrible experience on the set. So if you remember the um, part of the movie where she disappears into like that cloud of like fire and red smoke, she actually caught on fire because of the chemical compounds in the makeup and had second and third degree burns on her body. So yeah, they took that. She off. really did melt. Yeah. I'm melting. <laughs> she really did melt. Some of her skin just melted right off. Oh. Yeah. So they had on set, bad. they had medics there. Um, she was only signed on for like two weeks or three weeks, but she ended up being on working on the project for five months. And after that burn, they had to sit there and scrape off with a brush off her face, A, the burnt skin and the, the green paint with the copper and all the magnesium or what was ever in there. That was all embedded, and she said that was, like, just one hell of an ordeal. Don't you think at that point you'd be like, I'm out? Yeah. You would think so. Uh -huh. What was this, the 30s? There yeah, were no labor laws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You think that, I don't know, I, there would be no no way that I would want to continue on after that happened. And that was a one take. That was a rehearsal, essentially, they did that in. Well, they said that after that take, she never would appear in a scene that had fire in it again because she was afraid that the same thing would happen. Well, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those pyros didn't get that shit right. Yeah. <laughs> you could have lost the witch. And her death hey, certificate. Been tragic. By fire. Like, that's never happened before. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Are we jumping into the Elements show? Uh -huh. What happened? Elements what show? happens, damn it. The four Elements. Just burn the witch down. Right? The Wicked Witch's uh, death certificate is dated May 6, 1938, when mm -hmm. they started filming that, which was, you know, the the guy who wrote this, um, Frank Baum, he put in little little trinkets of information and tied things in, like most uh, script writers do these days, and it's been going on for as long as film's been around. They put in little, little markers, it might be a personal reference to them, or blah, 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 like Dorothy. Um, was actually <clears throat> the 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 character was written after his five month old niece who passed away, and that's how it became in the, the books that he had. And then the books eventually they jumped and got paid, I don't know, like seventy five thousand dollars or something to start off writing the movie. So Dorothy was actually 
you know, his young niece that passed away. So that's, you know, that ties into with how they do all of this stuff. They had over uh, 3,200 costumes in this movie. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, how many? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, just the Little munchkins people. alone. <clears throat> oh, yeah, they took up. Munchkins. They took up a lot. They were munchkins back then. Well, they're little people now. <laughs> <laughs> Which, there's only one living. Today, still? Yes. He's the last really? little person from the movie? Yes, Jerry Marin. Okay, can we just talk a little bit about the little people, a.k.a. munchkins, munchkins should, in should. this movie? Yeah. Because I, I, when I was researching this stuff, I heard some pretty disturbing facts about the munchkins and the things that they would do offset. Oh, I don't have anything about that, but I had another disturbing fact about them. Not regarding what they would do specifically, but... Do you know how much the Munchkins were paid on the movie? Mm-hmm. You do? Yep. Go ahead. They were paid $50 a week. Yep. You want to know how much uh, Toto was paid? <laughs> <laughs> the rock star that he was. $125 a week. What?! <laughs> If I was a, if I was a Munchkin, I would have been pissed. Unions yeah. were screaming. Well, the doggy unions back then apparently were pretty good. Yep. Yeah. But yep. the Munchkin unions, not so much. Wow. They were all, you know, yeah. That's I don't know. That's crap. But that dog. Uh, no wonder why uh, Toto's paw got broken. Well, Toto went on to. Uh, <laughs> Those Munchkins were like take had that. A, take had a that. bigger career than uh, the. Um, Munchkins, actually, because Toto went on to do how many films? But let's well, let's talk about these Munchkins first. Okay, let's go back to Munchkins. I'm sorry, I'm jumping. I, I read that there has been some tell-all books written about, you know, the Wizard of Oz, and maybe our expert in the field would have some knowledge of this. Uh, but supposedly, these Munchkins, these little people, had some very uh, interesting habits offset. They were a rowdy, rowdy group. Well, that's what happens when you're all jacked up on lollipops all day. <laughs> this is true. I mean, like, you know, drinking. Collectively made them, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. They made $600 a week. Ooh. Just the people in that video. Ooh. Yeah. All together. There's 124 munchkins on the set. What? I don't remember seeing that yep. many. Uh, no, they probably all didn't make it because they were hungover. So they just used <laughs> the ones that could stand. Not that that was hard either. But <laughs> and they, they had, were they, like ruckus. They, they was, were. Like, they were ruckus partiers. They actually had a... Uh, um, for this movie, they actually had like a compound built for them and them alone, and they had people to watch over and make sure that they just didn't get out of hand. Which, well, that didn't work out too well. <laughs> and they never had enough um, munchkins that were women. No. They were, yeah, they greatly outnumbered 
<clears throat> the women got greatly outnumbered by the men. Which so, like Alaska? so are you saying that there's more members of the Lollipop <laughs> Guild than there are in the Lullaby League? Yes. Mm. Those Lullaby League girls must have been highly sought after. They might be. It could have been a party. It probably was. <laughs> Any offspring to that? I don't, I don't know. Poor Judy Garland would never be the same after this movie. She saw things that couldn't be unseen. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> See, what they really needed back then was the TLC channel because they got all those little people shows. They could have just gone to there for their sense. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Jerry Marin, as of 2014, I should say, was still alive. Oh, so. that was so politically incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> I think I feel like body snatchers have invaded you and filled your body with Donald Trump. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Jeff. No, I'm just... I am just taking this all in. We're like 20 minutes in, so that was the first slightly politically incorrect <clears throat> thing anyone said, so it's okay, right? That's not bad. Yeah, it's no, all right. It's yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. That Most works. of the time, we're like a minute in. We're like a third of the way through the episode. Yeah, so we're okay. that's right. Yeah. You know, Ice Cream Man song. Mm. <laughs> Lawn Jockeys and Ice oh, Cream Man songs. Yeah, we have to revisit that. Maybe we should update <laughs> that mess. No. no, we really shouldn't. Outside of Toto and Dorothy, who was what was the biggest rock star on the set? What was the biggest thing that just... What do you remember most about that movie, the one thing in particular? Um, I don't know. I, you're going somewhere Wait, with this. No, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just the ruby shoes. Oh, the ruby slippers? Yeah. That weren't actually ruby slippers? They were what? Well, in the books, they weren't rubies. No. No. They were what? Silver? Something along those lines, I believe. Yep. Silver yes, and then... Yes, they are. They're silver. Yes, I'm the expert. There you go. Spoken Thank you. From the expert. <laughs> expert chiming in. Appreciate your expertise. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. So they wanted to make them pop, and since they started using Technicolor, which was highly advanced for the time, that's when they put in the red on the rubies. But there's also a lot of uh, uh, folklore to what the story is actually representing. Anybody know kind of where we head with that? Maybe the expert does, but don't spoil it for the rest of us. All right. I won't. Do you know? Well, I'll let you know if you get it correct. Well, there's, but there's, there's several theories. She, okay. On. What's the first one? Money? For the... The whole thing was about the political system and economics and money, the gold standard. Hmm. That's why the, the slippers were actually um, silver, stand for coin back then when he was writing in the books. So now is this like, okay, I just have to ask the question. Ask the expert. Expert. Um, expert. <clears throat> expert. Is this, is this just like a bunch of people sitting around trying to decipher why things were the way they are? So, like, for instance, when you read, like, the Bible. Okay. And you know how people have different interpretations. They try to explain everything in it because yep. they can't just take it at face value. Like, she just had silver slippers. Mm-hmm. No, there has to be a reason for it. It was a statement of the economical times. Did she just have silver slippers? I think she just had silver slippers. Which leads into a whole other another theory that if you believe in yourself, and that's what the storyline was, you can be any type of person. Obviously, the, the four characters outside of her represented brain, heart, you know, that... Um, Courage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you can actually do what you need to do. And that was believe in yourself and things will happen and don't believe in, you know, you get to the end, you know, Oz is... Do, is there a spoiler alert? 
Yeah. Are we there yet? It's only been, <laughs> it's past only, 75 years, ain't it? Yeah, I think you were coming up on 80, right? 80 years almost? Something like that. Yeah, 38. It's too much work so, yeah, math. We're on it. 38 it was made. Okay, so yeah, that um, getting to Oz was a just a sign that, like, look, it's all bullshit. We're here, and you got here, but we're not really real, so don't pay attention to me. Pay attention to what your heart's taking you to do and how to get around and be um, be like a, what am I trying to say here? And be grateful for your family, grateful for what you have. Oh, stepping in with that. Right? Yeah, but uh, just to put yourself in a better being, spot yeah. and not put your faith in other things. Exactly. That's all I got. We got, we got the opera here. That's my, my cowardly lion impression. I realize that Cheryl, our expert, and Jeff over here are trying to have a very like intense, serious conversation, and you and I are trying to decide who can do the better cowardly lion. Yeah, that's where Rob and I are taking this. That's okay. You gotta have balance. It's gotta be balance. Right. Economic statements. Economic no. statements. Do you remember Leaving when his yourself. tail was like yourself. the back of the thing and just like would go like this a lot? It was super funny. And he's just, he watches it. Yep. You remember those things. Oh, like, yeah. uh-huh. That's what made I'll fight you both again if you want. I'll fight you with one poor tie behind my back. I'll fight you standing on one foot. I'll fight you with my eyes closed. Oh, pulling an axe on me, eh? Sneaking up on me, eh? Why? <laughs> Pretty soon we'll have the whole movie up. Uh, yeah, audio. Put in an audio book. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Somebody will be suing us. That's where the, the infamous commercial break came in. Yep. Right? Right? He just, he sails through the window yeah, and then it's like, yeah. commercial break. <laughs> yep. Yep. And or then you'd get... Like, why the shit did that lion just jump out the window? <laughs> did you, what did you just say? Why the shit did the lion jump out the window? Is that what you said? Yeah. Why the shit did also, the lion jump out the window? Also, I always wondered at that part. Like, do you see uh, the Oz, the, the Emerald City, right? This mm-hmm. is going to get deep. Uh-huh. It is. It's going to get a little... little Analytical. This is what I always thought when I was little. Oh, so, you were yeah. analytical even when you were little. Apparently, yes. So, <laughs> you see the towers, like, when they're they're heading there, right? Yeah. They're really big and everything. Yeah. Now, if you're the wizard, right, you're not going to have your office with your big fake head on the first floor, right? You're going to put that shit on the top floor, at least. So... <laughs> If this cowardly lion jumps out the window... He's dead. Yeah, like a dumbass. He's jumping out the window. <laughs> 50 stories down. He's Oz Roadkill. Oz Roadkill. That was really like serious thought. Yeah. That. I always wondered that. And I've never gotten an answer to it. Well, because they don't really tell you what floor it's on. They just show you like the impending... Castle, yeah, and it's gotta be high up there, right? Well, the hallways are really long, we know that, yeah, yeah, because the first floor is the floor where they come in and like they got the jello horses and everything running around, but then the wizard's office that's gotta be up there, right? It's gotta be absolutely they're creating, they're yeah. creating an illusion that does bring me to one of my other favorite points in the movie, though, is when they go up and they knock on the door. 
when the guy comes out. I do love that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always kind of remember that. That kind of like stuck in my head because like they get so excited that they're at the Emerald City and like things are really going to happen and then it's like, nope, not not today, folks. Doesn't he start crying at one point and he's got like really thick water in his, his mustache? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to grow a mustache like that. I think you should. I should. That would be cool. Do it for the fans. Be, that would be awesome. I think you should talk like that guy too. How did he talk? You're I don't remember. You're going to have to, you're going to have to check it out for yourself. Uh, <laughs> if I remembered, I would totally do it right now. I believe he's like the doorman, and he's yeah. pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was something with that, too, where they, uh, the scene with the door opening and closing, it was two different doors, because they had to cut, they cut a lot of out of this movie. They cut a ton of, like, uh, little things that didn't make sense, like, uh, what was that, the witch, the witch spray? Oh, witch yeah. repellent. They cut a part out, and then you, you see him standing there. Uh, what was it? The, um, the lion standing there with the, the witch repellent? And you don't know where it came from, but the, the previous scene before explained it, and they said, ah, it doesn't work. They cut it. So there he is with two of these bottles that say <laughs> witch repellent on it, you know? And um, they cut out a really big uh, dancing, the jitterbug, and they actually restored it at one point for a theater version, and they put it in. Um, but we don't get to see that. I thought I saw it on YouTube. It's on YouTube, but yeah. it's not like you won't ever hey, see yeah, it. Hey, you! Listen up. Hey, hey, you, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's your new you. <laughs> that kind of sounded like me anyway. I don't even know Did it? It was a little strange right there. <laughs> hey, hey, you! <laughs> <laughs> those damn munchkins, they're everywhere. <laughs> Munchos? Aren't those potato chips? No. Oh, munchkins. <laughs> No, those are the little donut holes at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. The munchkins. Right. Well, they have potato chips called munchos, too. Well, but that? not munchkins. Okay. So, you know, what I, you know what I just realized? No. We've been talking about this for... Yeah. Half an hour. A, a half an hour into the episode, and we never actually talked about any other reason besides why we wanted to talk about The Wizard of Oz. I mean, yes, it's iconic, but it also happens to be one of the most cursed movies of all times. It is cursed. Is it cursed? Because that's really like what we wanted to Dig bring into. this into was the fact that so many terrible things happened. And there's one thing that I think we have to talk about because it is a major bone of contention for people. Yes. Whether it really happened or it didn't and the theories that are out there about this. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Oz expert? The hanging. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Did it happen? Did it not happen? Was it a munchkin? Was it something else? So who's got some theories out there about whether this is a legitimate hanging or whether it's something else? Rob's got his hand up. Oh, you. You. You You go first. You go first. Hey, you. You. (laughs) You got to leave the expert to be the the one to like end all be all on whether or not this stuff actually took place. Well, in... In the spirit of parabattle, I have to throw this theory out there because it's two things that have to come up every single episode without fail. I believe what that thing actually was, was a munchkin that was possessed by a demon, Shit. and then he was probed by an alien, and the pressure was just too much and he hung himself. He hung himself. Ooh. So I, I didn't know the part about the probing. Yeah. I thought that was wow. They 
Put a probe. <laughs> I did not. Yes. They, they put a probe in it. Was all about build. <laughs> did not know the probing. Well, that just solved all my questions. <laughs> Way to go, Rob. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, I might have to. I might have to differ a little on that. I might go with. Uh, <laughs> Frank Baum was uh, pretty much just going to, he came out in an interview and said no, it was birds. He wanted he wanted the set. Wait, didn't he die before the movie was even filmed? Or am I wrong on that? I think you might be right. I, didn't, I did not see that anywhere. Not that I actually looked up if he died before or after. I want to say you're, I think you're onto something here. Yeah, because I had another little fun fact that I found that kind of imply that he died right before it released right yeah yeah he died in 1919 yeah so he died almost 20 years before the movie 1919 is it 1919 you got a fact check on that or yeah the uh all-knowing wikipedia it's a good fact check yes says that he died on may 6th 1919 yeah, because there was like five producers for this movie because they all got shit canned. Yeah. One was a Nazi. Was Did you read that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Fleming. yeah, there was a yep, there was Mr. a big Fleming. to do with that. He was pro Nazi. Mm-hmm. He was like he was like a well-known supporter of the Nazi party. You know who else was probably a Nazi? Was that doorman in the Emerald City? You. You me? Oh, you. Shit, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, so it was a bird. Um. They wanted the set, uh, the way it was written out, they wanted the set to look like it was an actual jungle. So he wanted like live live birds and stuff flying around. So what you're seeing in the background has been debunked several times. Maybe we should ask this guy. tell you why I can't do that because I didn't realize how like curly that mustache was. Listen, I you... no, you don't understand. I lose my shit when I see mustaches like that. <laughs> like I can't do it. I like, will make I... you a bet though. If you grow that mustache, I will go out with you in green 
face paint with a witch's hat. And we'll, we'll go terrorize the neighborhood. We'll like go shopping at Wegmans. <laughs> Let's say <celebrate laughs> Halloween. <laughs> if you can get it to Halloween. I wouldn't be able to look at myself in the mirror without like cracking myself up. <laughs> That's yeah, not necessarily a bad thing. Those mustaches, I, I'm telling you, whenever I see them, I can't, I just can't contain myself. I laugh my ass off. The handlebar <laughs> mustache is just not your thing, huh? I saw one in real life one time. Some guy came up and he actually started talking to me, and it's like, oh my god. It took so much to uh, to hold back. I so couldn't... we're halfway in, and we've managed to offend little people and hipsters. people with handled hipsters. bar mustaches. Yes. <laughs> yep. No one gives a shit about the hipsters, though. Yep. We well, talked that, about the impaling of uh, munchkin. You know, I don't know. The what? Oh, he's probed. Yeah, probed. That's oh, what it was. Probed yeah, in their lollipop guilds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Is there anything else about this movie that makes you think it was cursed? Or is this just a bunch of hoopla? I think it's um, I think it's a bunch of hoopla. I think there's a lot more to it. Um, because like any good story, if it sticks around long enough, it becomes bigger than life. And let's face it, this is not like this movie sat on a shelf for a while and no one got to see it. This movie was there every year. It was in theaters. I mean, it blew up. It's huge. It's probably even bigger now because... But you know a lot of people died, like, right after the filming was done. Like, all of the main characters pretty much died in some way, shape, or form. You heard what happened to Annie M? Yeah, she committed suicide. Yeah. So how messed up is this? So she goes to church. She comes home. She does her hair, does her full makeup, lays out pictures in her house of all the movies she's been in. She was in a ton of movies after this one. And then takes an overdose of sleeping pills and kills herself. Because, now, well, she claimed because of the arthritis that she had, and she was in a lot of pain. She was in a lot of pain, yes. So she didn't want to deal with it anymore, so she says, I'm buying a ticket. Then Judy Garland dies of a drug overdose seven years later. Uh, what, yeah. I don't know if it's a curse. I, I have I'm, a theory. I'm... Yeah. Well, what Jump mean? in, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> this is very wrong. Um... Well, I think what happened was they all found out that Toto was making more money on this movie than they were. And it was just too much for them to take. It haunted them for years, and they are just like, screw this, and they had to end it. Yeah. What was Toto's real name? Toto. Nice try. Fluffy? You're close. Fido. Every time you say Toto, I just look at the band. (laughs) 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 Wasn't that like, I bless the rains down in Africa? (laughs) Sorry. Toto. (laughs) (laughs) Toto. Went to a theater near you. What was Toto's real name? Terry. Terry? It wasn't even that far off. That's what I said. It wasn't that far off. Um... The to- <laughs> There's a couple of conflicting reports out there. Um, Terry, a show business veteran who appeared in a number of films, died. She was buried in the backyard of her trainer, Carl Spitz. Later, Spitz's property was sold to the city of Los Angeles, and the Ventura Freeway was built over it. So Terry is now under the roadway or an apartment complex. <laughs> oh, she um, probably haunts that place, too. Right. right. Uh, let's see, who showed up? Um, Guinness Book of World Records, um, they showed up with a report that Toto's stuffed remains were auctioned off in 1996 for $3,600. Wow. 
Um, there was also another one out there that uh, Toto's stuffed remains were once on display at the Smith's, <laughs> Smithsonian Institute. <laughs> what am I backing up into? I don't know, but... Uh... <laughs> Fire away, Rob. It's no good. Cue us up. <laughs> there it is, oh, folks. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Let's just take a minute to appreciate yeah. this photo to yeah. stuff at all. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> really, we should get a little karaoke going on tonight. <laughs> For those of you that can't see us, we are all currently dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love some photos. <laughs> what do you mean it's stupid? It's a great song. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hold the line, Rosanna. <laughs> oh, just wait for the chorus, baby. I see why this dog was paid more than everybody else now. Yeah. This dog is a rock star. <laughs> Toto took the name from Toto the dog? I don't know. That would be a really interesting question to ask them. Can we get the band on the horn? Can we ask the expert if she knows anything about that? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because See? Toto was the shit. <laughs> the expert has spoken. There, there's one other theory about Toto. If, if he's under the, or she's under the apartment or Venture Highway. <laughs> um, under Radio City Music Hall. Is there a ring? What's going on? Oh, hang on. Something going on in the studio. We got it. We're All on right. it. We're back on it. So, um... Look, a bird. Radio City Music Hall was the... <laughs> what? It was like a feather. I know. <laughs> anyway, he's yes, somewhere yes, over... He's over there yes. at Radio City, buried under the cement when it was built. There you go. So that's that's where Toto might be hanging out. She. She. I'm sorry. I don't call Toto a dog. A male. See, I wasn't even paying any attention, but I knew you used the, ro the wrong... Uh... Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time in the show. <laughs> <laughs> so did you ever hear the uh, interesting story about Frank Morgan's jacket? Yes. The guy that played the wizard? So besides Rob and our expert, Jeff, do you know about this story? Um, some of the jacket or... Uh, you know, His jacket. Uh, maybe. So there is a legend about Frank Morgan, who played you know, the wizard, that when they were trying to find his wardrobe... They went through um, and bought a couple different jackets at a thrift store. They wanted like an old tattered, you know, kind of jacket. Mm -hmm. So he tried three of them on. He picked one that he liked. He was using that on set. And one day he happened to reach into the pocket and there was a label on the inside of the jacket. And I kid you not that the name on the label said L. Frank Baum. Wow. 
Interesting. Isn't that crazy? So people have said like, oh, this doesn't really, this isn't really true. This couldn't have happened. But Frank Morgan's widow and the costume designer still swear to this day. If well, I don't know if to this day, but for the length of their lives, if they're still alive, that that was the legitimate story. That that's what happened. Yeah, I heard that his widow and the estate confirmed its authenticity. Ooh. Isn't that nuts? So they just go to some random Hollywood thrift store, mm -hmm. pick up a bunch of random coats, and one just happens to be from the author that wrote this book. Who died for the 20 wizard. years earlier. Yep, for the wizard. In that the is kind of, that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Makes me want to go and go thrift shopping in Hollywood. Just yeah. Because. Oh, that would be fun. Right? Thrift Let's shopping. Just do it. That's some fun. It is pretty, uh, I, I don't know if you guys have been to a thrift store lately, but it's kind of uh -huh. like shopping at TJ Maxx. Kind of. I haven't been to a TJ Maxx lately. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, there's like some serious, serious stuff that you can get there now that, you know. So, I remember, so it's just not junk anymore? No, like when I was little going to the thrift shop. Good like, junk. It was yeah. not not good junk when you were a kid. No, no, absolutely not. No, it was like going to a garage sale. It's like You're someone like, just took Ugh. their their attic and just threw it out the window. Yes. Yeah. But nowadays it's very very different and it's chic, which is you know not something that you would expect. But I, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can get you, all kinds of stuff there. You can find yeah. it when you're looking in the right places because uh, we're always looking for stuff, and you. It's amazing what people get rid of. Oh no, we got trouble. <laughs> we have no brewing. trouble. Of course. We have no trouble. You know this. Rob has no idea what's happening right now. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. What that look for? Maybe a little riff shopping? <laughs> you don't you don't know anything about this? I don't know anything about that, but you know what I do know about? You have no excuse for that because you were alive when this happened. Oh absolutely. That's right. <laughs> this is recent. You guys gotta remember though. I'm old. I know. <laughs> You're the oldest young person yeah. now. You can't remember back that far. <laughs> no, I can't. But seriously, like, what are the chances of that? I mean, that's, like, not even coincidence. That's, like, strange. strange be, you know what? I'd be like, that is badass. That, it's almost like, like he was signs. a part of the movie without yep. even Yep, he was there, the and, yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know that there's also some theories about how um, this movie is so cursed that it's even transpired into the musical Wicked? They've had all kinds of things happen through the musical that are like crazy bad things. Do you know who the brainchild of Wicked is? Who? Where the idea was first conceived. Margaret Hamilton. Really? Which, really? Um, yep. There's There are interviews and um, she was talking about this should be a play. This should be turned into something. But it sat for like a long time and then all of a sudden it came back around and they, they found out where this idea came from and it was from Margaret Hamilton. 
Have you ever seen The Wicked, the musical? No, I have not. Have you seen it, Rob? No. Cheryl and I saw it. Yes, we did. And um, I have to say, it was pretty impressive. It was. It was really good. Yeah. Is it is it close to the? Does it stick pretty it's close to the storyline? It's better because it's the story of um, Glinda and Alphaba. Yeah. Growing up together before the they before were like the Wicked story. Witch, and the Good oh, Witch and the oh, Bad so it's, Witch. Okay. So it tells you, like, the whole history of them together, like, growing up and, like, why they became the way that they did. Like, why Alphaba went bad and who really wasn't bad. Yeah. And, you know, Linda became the good witch. Okay, so the idea of a play might have came from Hamilton then. But where they went with it, they explained a little more of the background and the characters. Yeah, it's, like, all the background. So it basically stops, like, where... The movie starts. Yeah, yeah, like, years into, like, where the movie Now, is that interesting? Does that keep you... Is it an interesting story? It was really good. Yeah, no, it was really good. If it comes again, I would like to see it again. So it's basically like a prequel. Yes, yeah, it is. Before prequels, prequels. And there's actually around. a whole series of books that are written, you know, from Wicked, from that perspective. There's like one that's like about Alphaba's son specifically. Oh, um, so it branched off. I know oh, there's yeah. a ton of Oz books that Frank Baum wrote. Yeah, he like he four did. or five, I think. But these there's books are, are um, like a whole different author, like a whole different oh. set. And, um, I don't know, I mean, they're pretty good. If you like, if you're a big fan of The Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. like, you would like it. If you're not a fan mm-hmm. of it, I don't know if you'd appreciate it as much. Right. You know, it's like one of those types of things. Did it explain a lot in where the movie picked up? Like, how they, did they tie it together? They do to a certain extent. Yeah, but not, like, you didn't, go, you didn't oh, end that with makes this sense. go, oh, yeah. But you did get a lot of. Like I said, background information about the people. So when the characters come about in um, The Wizard of Oz, you feel like you really knew them growing up. So the the so series, really filled it in. okay, yeah, yeah, like Wicked is. Um, there's four books in that series. It's by Gregory Maguire, and the first one is Wicked: Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West, mm-hmm. which is like Alphaba's story. Yeah. Um, then there's Son of the Witch, which is the second one. And then A Line Among Men, and then Out of Oz, the final volume. So, you know, if you're a big Wizard of Oz fan, that might be, like, you know, something, something to look to into out. next. And that runs pretty f- frequent, doesn't it? I mean, it's always... It's, it's on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those that sticks around. I mean, it's come out to us a couple of times. Yeah. I think the last time was, like, 2014. Yeah. So, Gosh. I know. It it's might be... A couple might be years. Yeah. Due to come again soon. Yeah. Um, You know, but I thought it was really interesting that even the play seemed to be plagued by this dark cloud of things happening. You know, they talk about, like, uh, when it was on Broadway, one of the first uh, people to star as Glinda had her, she broke her neck. So she does the performances in a, you know, like, rhinestone-encrusted neck brace. Nice. Nice yeah. touch. Nate, that's you know, keep just, it going. like, random things. Like, um, India, the woman that plays Alphaba, mm-hmm. you know, she's pretty famous. She does that, you know... Gravity song, and I think she did the song from uh, Frozen too. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 India, whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, she in one of the uh, plays that she was doing, something malfunctioned, and she broke a rib during the performance. They had to stop the performance for forty-five minutes while they took the understudy and put her in the makeup. So there's been a lot of like those types of things happening that you know are not usually typical of um, Broadway shows. So if there is a curse over the Wizard of Oz. And Wicked. I mean, I guess you could take some of the tragedies, the trials, tribulations, and put it all together and, you know, have something to stand on and say, 
There's a lot of shit that happened there. Mm-hmm. And then even continuing with it in a different format, Wicked, there, you still had problems down the line. So if you're into that um, curses and what happens, you know, I, 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 I don't think there's any curse. I just think it's bad luck at this at this juncture. I mean, Yeah, especially since the biggest rumor of the hanging is not true. And, you know. Right, and think about... I mean, granted, there's a lot of things that happen in today's movies or shows that if you you get a DVD and they, they do, like, their commentary and they tell you everything that's going on, you go, what? Like, all this stuff happened during this movie that you just don't know and it makes sense when you watch the movie. Yeah, it could it could be a good thing. It could be, you know, food for fodder, but um, curses, I don't know. That's that's tough. Well. I know you, you, you want to go with the curses. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying that because you said earlier in the show that you, you know, I you were more pro than, you know, nay. I believe in those things. Right. Do you believe, what What would be the driving force on that being cursed, though? Like, Are you a good witch or a bad witch? So you're saying stories about witches Why? might be cursed? I'm not a witch at all. <laughs> Why are you both laughing at that? <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I think a lot of those movies that tend to have like a lot of trauma on set, you know, come away with this like haunted or cursed thing. And maybe it is just bad luck, but you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he didn't like the way the movie was portrayed. Maybe it, he didn't like the fact that it didn't follow along with his ideas. You know, maybe Frank Baum came back and in jacket form wreaked some havoc. Yeah, he well, came back in jacket form. It could have had an attachment. Oh, uh, here we go. Right into the paranormal. I like it. Right? That, yeah, exactly. I would say my thinking here is um, they didn't have the greatest equipment or technology like we have today. Even though stuff does happen today on sets and goes wrong. But you look at um, Margaret's makeup. You look at all the little different things that they had really no control over at the time. So, yeah, you might look at it and go... Oh shit! Yeah, this movie's just doomed from the beginning. So, I don't know. I'm going with it's just bad timing, just bad really luck. Just really bad, strange bad luck. And they said they asked um, the mayor, the Munchkin. They asked uh, he was doing a uh, autograph signing, and they said, "Oh, that must have." One of the fans came up. That must have been a great time. It must have been fun. He was like, "No, it wasn't fun at all. Not at all. It was not fun because it was work. It was 12 to 16 hour days." So they were like, probably pissed. No wonder they were drunk. They're yeah. pissed off. But damn dog was making more money. Than <laughs> I know. It all comes back to that damn dog under yep. the freeway. Yep. But you know, every, every I think every time period when you do um, certain movies or period pieces, it all has its own unique problems. You know, it could be a circumstance, um, like circumstances, like I going out. Say yeah. Circumcise. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, you know. Well, all the munchkins had to go through the circumcise. <laughs> and so then, yes, it was. I would have been first. the one to say that because that's usually the way I go on these shows. I end up going into left field about something that's just like totally not relevant. Also, you got to figure too. I mean, the movie is 1938. It's probably one of the most like technically. Advanced movies to be made at that time. At that by time. far, by far. But they still had all these crazy accidents mm-hmm. going on. Well, yeah, considering what they were trying to do and what yeah. they did. You got, yeah. you got, 
dogs running around shitting everywhere. You got birds flying around. Right. You know. Munchkins getting. What did you say? Munchkins. The munchkins were getting. Um, the aliens came down and they they probed them. Probed them. In yeah. In the mm-hmm. uh, the lollipop guild. Yep. The lollipop shoot. At least they had modern day politics, though. I mean, that was important, you know. Mayor of the Munchkin City, (laughs) in the county of the land of Oz, I welcome you most regally. But we've got to verify it regally to see, you see, if she she is morally, ethically, spiritually, physically, positively, absolutely, I just watched the Republican debate again. I felt oh, like I just gosh, saw right. the, like the birth of rap right there. <laughs> oh wow, that's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> you know, they talk about that whole the whole uh, safety thing and how things were different then when they're making movies versus now, like with unions and you can't do this, but we got this technology to replace that. <clears throat> Remember the poppy field scene mm-hmm. where she fell asleep Poppies and these will put you to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the poppy field, the snow uh-huh. that was used was um, asbestos. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, 100% no, asbestos. No. Despite the fact that health hazards, they Don't didn't. say that. Yep. For real? And, and they had been known for years. That's fancy. Fancy. <laughs> fancy. Well, asbestos. And another thing, when Bob was writing the story, where do you think Oz came from? The title. Drugs. Zoo. Zoo. Flip it, got, take, take got, it away. He got really drunk at the zoo one day. He was like, these are some interesting animals and concepts. Wouldn't it be funny if we just reversed everything? And lost a <laughs> oak? <laughs> Drop hey, the it's oak. possible, right? <laughs> no, he was writing, he looked up and saw his file cabinet, seen the letters A to N, and O to Z, and he took Oz out of that. So that became the Wizard of Oz. Well, there you go. That yeah. was not nearly as interesting as if he had gone to the zoo and got drunk. Right? Well, yeah. that's always going to be more interesting. I mean, <laughs> shit. But for purposes of giving our fans facts and goofiness, that's where it came from. Do File we have cabinets. any fans? <clears throat> no. No. We well, we're, oh, no, if we, I think if we, we have did, some parents out there that are fans. Yes, okay? I think we have some parents, yes. Yes. Yeah, but if, if you want to tell a friend where you can find us, we can... Uh, Get, you can get a hold of us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, um, Facebook.com slash Parababble, uh, at Twitter is at Parababble, obviously, and um, you can reach us at Podcast at gmail.com, and we are accepting ghost stories, alien stories, crypto stories, anything weird. If you email us, we're going to read them. We're going to do. A, I think we're going to do a show on that down the road, possibly. If you've ever been probed up the lollipop shoots... <laughs> We need to hear about. We this. need call. It. Okay, is, wait, is it, are we too late? And the best, the best story that we get will possibly have something sent to them. Maybe a t-shirt. Ooh, yeah. Maybe some swag. Yeah, yeah, because we're gonna start loading that yeah. stuff out and getting some, some swag away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one day. Well, you got to figure. You know, the show's taking off. It's doing good. People are listening, and it's it's starting to grow. So, and we really just want to yeah. thank you guys for that because you know, I mean, we do this because we love it and we have fun with it. And, um, you know, I know that some of these topics sometimes seems a little out there, but that's the whole idea behind Parababble. You know, we don't want it to just be a ghost show or just be a right. paranormal show because, you know, we're interested in more things than that. 
and uh, you know it means a lot to us that people are actually taking the time to listen to it because we just we really just have fun doing it. So we're That's glad what, that other that people was, are enjoying you know, it. You know, I was saying we should sit down and have a, like a little bio show, but that was the the whole basis of this idea that the, uh, a group of us would sit down and just you know do stories, but we really stayed and concentrated in the por- uh, paranormal. I was going to say poor and normal. I know. I was like, what the that is your own show, buddy. Cheryl is not the expert on Twitter somewhere. But that's what was the driving factor with the paranormal, and we stuck with those topics. And then as we started off, if you've gone back to some of our earlier shows, it was definitely about ghosts and demons and stuff like that. But... Looking at the topics, if you look at the other shows out there that are uh, doing podcasts, it's primarily the same thing. Ghosts, demons, um, you know, they get into the alien stuff, which we will, but we started driving on some topics that are a little different. And, and us getting together and just BSing with it is, you know, it's fun for us. So Yeah, we just like to babble. And, you know, it's catching on out there. You know, Rob's always throwing numbers. He's the number guy. He's always throwing numbers. numbers. Guy. Throwing numbers at us, and it's catching on, so, you know, we can see what you guys like and your taste. We will do paranormal stuff. Yeah, if you guys ever have any ideas about anything that you want us to do shows on or, you know, stuff that you want to know more about, I mean, shoot us an email, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook because we will do the research and present, you know, whatever we have on those. And I think that for the most part, you know, we got a lot of ideas coming up. I mean, we're not Mm -hmm. going anywhere for a while, but it's nice to kind of have the input. And I know that when you guys have reached out... And sent us some emails. Uh, we really enjoyed reading those and, you know, kind of connecting with you guys. So it's hard when you're doing a podcast because you're not live. There's right. not that, you know, interaction that happens as, you know, as easily as it does when you're, you're doing a live broadcast. But we still want you guys to feel connected if you want to be connected. So, you know, always feel free to reach out to us. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we would do this if there was nobody listening or if there was, yep. you know, 5,000 people listening because... We just sat down and said one day, hey, you know what? This is fun. And yeah, can anybody do it? Absolutely. And, you know, that's what we said. That was our next step. Instead of taking, you know, we had a little research group and we'd have our little fun and we'd get together at a coffee shop. But now we just said, you know what? We're going to take this. We're going to put it out there and see what happens. And we're still ghost hunting. Oh, absolutely. You know, we're still an active paranormal group. We still go out, um, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, a couple of us went out and did a walkthrough of a really old barn that's got some stuff going on in it. And, you know, I mean, we're definitely still doing things like that. And that's our passion. That's our first love. But, you know, you can't just have ghost hunting all the time. You know, all work and no play makes Johnny a dull boy. Mm-hmm. You'll become one of those crazy people on those paranormal TV shows. That like, like Or those paranormal podcast shows. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like Jeff's Man Crush. Oh, I'm totally uh, over that. You what? Are? Oh, what? I didn't get you no breaking news. I'm sorry. We haven't wow. talked in a couple days. What? What Yeah, happened? the new season kind of put me off a little bit. What? Yeah, the are Z-Man went a little up? nuts. He went a little nuts. I still record it. I watch it. At, it it's not a, hey, I have to be home on Saturday watching this. I'm on uh, Paranormal Lockdown with Nick Groff. Oh, this is your new man crush. Uh, and let me tell you, that show is a lot more real than the other show. And I'm putting it out there. Well, you hear that, Zach? We are, we are gonna. <laughs> at some point, we are gonna do a show where we watch some of these paranormal shows and play some clips and talk about it. And debunk it away. Yep. So look forward to that. Look forward to all the great things we got coming up. I don't look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna be my favorite. You're gonna have to take one for the team, buddy. Favorite, favorite, yeah. favoritist. Topic. Um, but we do want to just, you know, again, 
thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. It was, uh, you know, fun for us to have something new and different. And please tell keep tuning in. Yeah, definitely yeah. have to yeah. tell a friend. I know, I know it's a very limited and kind of like exclu- exclusive crowd that kind of, li- it's not like a general, you know, topic that everyone sits down and goes, hey, you know, I know there's a certain demographic that we hit. So if you know friends that are into that, tell them, hey, listen, if you don't like it, uh, well, we're sorry. You know, we'll keep doing it anyway. But Or just share our page on Facebook or go on iTunes, leave us a review. That would be awesome. Yeah. You can go on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and we'll be out doing some stuff in person come, like, the fall time and things like that. So if you're in our area, you know, in the greater Buffalo area, um, you know, we'll post some information about things we might be doing and mm-hmm. places shows. we're going to be. Yeah. So Some conventions. Yeah. You guys could them. show up and be mm-hmm. weird stalker fans. Yeah. <laughs> As we book them, we'll put them out on our various, you know... Social media. Yeah. Yeah. Our social media outlets. (laughs) So so we're all in favor. We're going to wrap this show up. We're we're all good with the Land of Oz. Yeah. We are. Next next time, we'll do the Return of Oz with all those wheelers and the chopped off heads. Oh, that is a really cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's a much better movie, actually. Mm -hmm. Yep. And this episode of The Wizard of Oz was brought to you by. Kraft macaroni and cheese. Was it really? <laughs> That's how they used to do the commercials. Well, okay. This episode is brought to you by mayonnaise. <laughs> Let's catch that. up. 57. <laughs> yep. It's the best. What do you got to end us here, Rob? Take us away. Yeah, Rob doesn't have anything. <laughs> oh, I got <laughs> something. <laughs> Some more Toto. Oh, boy. <laughs> if you thought the other video was good, this one's seriously rocking. Rosanna, Rosanna. <laughs> and that'll that'll do it from one pair of Babble Drive. <laughs> good night and good luck. Yep. <laughs> See you next Thank time. in a crappy department store. this needs to happen right now. Darling. Hi. Hi. 
So we're recording an episode of Parababble about The Wizard of Oz. Oh, really? Yes, and I know that this is one of your favorite movies of all time. Yes, it is. So I need you to do me a favor. What? You are the best impressionist of The Wicked Witch. You've got to be kidding me. No, where are you right now? Okay, well, I, I love that, but I really need you to do the, you know, the whole thing here for us. I don't know if I can still do it. You can do I'm it. Come on, we're all going to, right? We have faith yeah. in you. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta do it. We need it for the show. I have, I have to practice first. <laughs> Ma, just channel, channel the Wicked Witch. Hold on a minute, all right? All right. I think she muted us so she could practice. <laughs> she probably did, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll get you, my and your little dog, Toto, too. <laughs> I love him. Oh, that was spot on. about the Wizard of Oz on Parababble without Nancy's impression of the Wicked Witch. I used to be so much better, but, you know, I, I haven't done that breach in about 15 years. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you pulled it out for us tonight. Oh, okay. I'm glad you liked it. Yes, thank you very much. You're most welcome. Okay, we're going to work. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Yes, you're welcome. Okay, well, we're going to we're going to record the rest of the episode now, but we're going to we're going to make sure that that's in there because it's pretty important. <laughs> that was only one take. I don't know. I hope it was good enough. <laughs> we'll call you back if not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we need it, if we need it for later editing purposes, then we will call you back. All right. Thanks, thanks, Mama. Okay. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Hi. I am coloring. <clears throat> Gifts for you. What do you want now? Yeah. I forgot something. What? So I've told these guys uh, the story about how when I was little, you used to ask me if I was a good witch or a bad witch. Oh, yeah. Yes. And what did I always say? <laughs> so, can you just do us one more favor? What? Can you just ask if you're a good witch or a bad witch in your best Glenda voice? Glenda voice? Okay. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, I'm still Mom. a bad witch. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what we all said. We have to go and watch it now. Yeah, Yeah, we creepy. agree with that. Oh, yeah. 
into a witch because I watched that so many times that I just figured that that's what I was supposed to do when I grew up. I know, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know when you would start getting cranky, I would try and run you off track and make are you a good witch or a bad witch? Mm -hmm. And you would always say, bad witch. (laughs) (laughs) See, I knew even from that early age. you if we need any other pop culture references with the Wizard of Oz. Uh, okay. I might know them. All right. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Have fun. All right. Bye, Mom. Bye. 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 <laughs> She's going to pop the movie in now. She's going to start rehearsing. Yeah. How ridiculous <laughs> was that? She's awesome.